Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into another episode of the Paul Leslie Hour. And now your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. Thank you for tuning in to the Paul Leslie Hour. I'm honored that you're here. Always a pleasure having you tune in. If you want to support the mission of the show, just go to thepaullesley.com. You're going to find a support the show button. Any amount is most appreciated. Well, folks, this is the first episode in a series we're doing, a celebration of Paul Williams. We're going to be celebrating the 80th birthday of Paul Williams, the beloved singer, songwriter, actor, author, recovery advocate, and president of ASCAP. Paul Williams wrote some of the best songs ever. We've only just begun Rainy Days and Mondays, You and Me Against the World, an old-fashioned love song, and we cannot forget Rainbow Connection, which he co-wrote with Kenny Asher. Our guest on this episode is a singer, songwriter, a recording artist, a performer. He is known for not only the songs that he has interpreted written by other people, but also songs he's written himself. He's an all-around music man, and Jeff Pike has taken it upon himself to record his version of Rainbow Connection. It's going to be coming out tomorrow, the birthday of Paul Williams. So, Jeff Pike, thank you so much for allowing me to interview you. Bro, pleasure's all mine, Paul. It's good to be here with you again. Absolutely. So, I remember, this was years ago, we were putting together a show. I think, actually, we were recording an interview with Alan Coulter, who was the announcer on The Late Show with David Letterman. And he was talking about how much he loved Paul Williams. And this caused us to tailspin into a very long discussion about our mutual love of Paul Williams. <laughs> and of as I mentioned, there's a long list of songs there, but I'm hoping you can tell us about your Paul Williams connection, no pun intended. How did you first become an aware of him? Well, I grew up in the, in the seventies. So around 1969, 70 and 71, I was nine, ten, eight, eight, nine, ten years old. I uh, grew into having an extraordinarily deep love for music at a very early age. And uh, it was my life blood before I even knew that it was. And as early as eight, I was collecting records and I would just scour with the uh, all night long, the vinyl and, and the read who wrote the songs and all the credits of all the people. And around the early 1970s, I fell completely in love with Carpenters. And uh, I still have a deep love for their music today. And as you know, Paul's lyrics are all over that. Uh, some of the best songs, I think, that ever touched my heart came from the Carpenters. And I won't last a day without you. Let me be the one. Ordinary fool. And rainy days and Mondays. You've only just begun. Good Lord. I mean, I remember seeing his name and thinking, I wonder what this guy's like, just being a kid, because I'd see all the names of the people that wrote the songs, and everyone, there was Paul Williams almost everywhere. And I also loved Three Dog Night when I was a kid, huge fan. And I saw he wrote Family of Man, the old-fashioned love song, and there he was again. 
And then later on in 74, he wrote uh, You and Me Against the World, which is a song that was just so close to my heart, still is. My, my mom's favorite song. And I think that's when I first heard the name Paul Williams. So he always struck me first as a lyricist, songwriter. And I just knew right away he was a brilliant genius, though I knew nothing about it when I was only a young schoolboy. But his music touched the heart of millions and definitely touched me to this day. And uh, and it's just a treat that we're doing this today. And thank you for letting me be a part of it. I can go on and on, but that's how I found out about Paul. I'm very curious to know what made you decide to record your own version of Rainbow Connection. I mean, this is a song it's been done by, goodness, Willie Nelson. I know Johnny Mathis recorded his version of it. There was Jerry Kenny Jeff Loggins. Walker, I think. Yeah, Kenny Loggins. Great version of it. I think it was unreleased, but I believe the Carpenters recorded it once. Ooh, really? Yeah. There's a hmm. there there's a long list, but why did you decide? What's the why here? Well, I'll tell you. You know me, but I'll tell this to people that don't. I I I really love music, and it gets into my soul more than it does most people that I know. And I have a list of songs that go back to when I was probably four or five that I love so much that I don't listen to them often and I don't perform them often because they mean so much to me that sometimes I just can't get through it or I just want to keep it to myself. And uh, when I was young, very young, the first song that hit me like that was Somewhere Over the Rainbow. From the Wizard of Oz, and I must have been five or six. Hmm. And the first time I heard it, I cried. And I waited every year, a whole year, for the Wizard of Oz to come on TV again so I could watch Judy Garland just sing that one moment in that song. And that always became my very favorite song. And of course, a lot of you probably remember that in those days, there were no VCRs, there were no DVDs. And when specials came on once a year, you had to wait a whole year to see them again. So uh, that was my favorite song. And always loved it. And so fast forward to 1979, May of 1979, the month I graduated high school. So i am uh, got a lot of emotions running through my head and in my heart. And uh, one spring afternoon, my friend, who was, I forget who I went with, but um, we went to the local theater and to watch the Muppet movie that had just come out. And I loved the Muppets and loved all that stuff. So I was really excited about it. And I'll never forget, as long as I live, how I felt that day and how I felt the very second Kermit started playing that song. And as it went along, before the song was over, I was already crying and I was already in love with the song. And I was 17 and it became one of my all time favorite songs right then and there. And of course, the movie was brilliant. And he also wrote, I'm going to go back there someday from that movie, which is also very touching. Right. But it became one of the closest songs to my heart. And I never really played it a lot. I learned to play it, but it was kind of really so close to me. I just didn't really want to share it with a lot of people. And um, so it wasn't really until this past year, COVID came along and I started doing these online concerts and taking requests from people and doing requests for people online for entertainment. And I got a lot of requests for the Rainbow Connection. And I went, wow, uh, I'll, okay, 
I'll try that and I'll dig it out and I'll see how I feel about that. So I got my guitar out one day and picked it up, learned to play it, got quite emotional. And I said, man, I need to do this. I'm going to play this song. So I, I played it live one night. It's kind of misty. It was kind of hard to get through, but I did. And uh, a lot of people wanted to hear it again. I said, well, I'll get to it some of the time. So one day I'm just sitting here in the studio and I'm playing the piano and I was thinking about what to do. And for no reason or the other, I just started playing the Rainbow Connection because it was in my head. <laughs> and I was on the piano and I said, man, you know what? I should record that just for myself and, and give it to my mom as a present because that's her favorite song, too. And one thing led to another. And I finished the whole song and and loved it and then shared it with some people and they're really touched by it. And then uh, this Paul Williams' birthday is coming up, and I was talking to you, so it kind of became kind of a, just an accident that I'm happy I did. <laughs> well, what do you think of when you hear the song or when you're singing it? What goes through your mind? Man, I think about when I was young, I think about being a boy again. I think about the dreams. Cause I think when I first heard that song, I was 17. I was just finishing high school. I was um, getting ready to go out and start my life. And also the tie-in for me with Over the Rainbow, because that was always a song that touched my heart more than anything else. And here was the Rainbow Connection. In a way, the lyrics kind of give a nod back to Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And it just I think of that and the connection with all that and life and chasing my dreams and youth. And it just touches your heart. I just uh, think of the past a lot and where I'm going and where I've been and the the possibilities of life, the possibilities of what you can find hmm. over the rainbow. <laughs> well, I think what's interesting about this series is I've emailed with Paul Williams and I've communicated with him on Twitter, but I've never met Paul Williams. And I know you've never met Paul Williams, but this series is going to hear from you and I who have never met him, but also people who have known him for decades and decades. Hmm. If Paul Williams was to hear this interview that that we're doing, what would you say to him? Well, I know Paul's had some troubles in his life. First of all, I would thank him immensely for the great gift of word that he gave us and gave the world. And, uh, and just to remind him that the tiniest things in life can bring enormous pleasure and love and a positive message that can last for generations. Him taking up the pen pencil and writing just a lyric to one song, just pick one of his famous songs, this Rainbow Connection, for example, changed the world, changed so many people, and it changes hearts. And it's such a positive, positive thing. He gave the world so much great music. I mean, classic music. You don't find songs like this anymore. I mean, there was magic in those words, and there was magic in the artists that recorded that that you don't find much of anymore. And I think he needs to know that he was a definitely gifted and blessed man who worked hard and made a huge difference in a lot of people's lives, and still does. Very nice. Well, we were mentioning all these different versions, all the great singers through the years have done of Rainbow Connection, and then also instrumental versions. Would you say that there was a version of the song that influenced or it inspired you the most in your rendition? 
I've heard a lot of them. God, there's some great ones. For a long time, Kenny Loggins had my heart with his version because I, I do a lot of music like him. But this may sound corny, and it may not, but when it's all said and done, little green frog on the log. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was a little green frog on a log, man. I mean, out of all the versions, I can still hear those first few notes of the banjo, and I, my heart still just flutters. It's a magical song, and it's been done so many times, and it's sometimes the original just has magic and lightning that might not strike twice. And for me, Kermit, out of all the beauty, is still the one I love the most. I think a lot of people probably concur. So, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on here and talking about Paul Williams and Rainbow Connection. It's a great pleasure to talk to you. Oh, the pleasure's been mine. Thank you for asking me, Paul. So how can people hear or purchase your version of Rainbow Connection? I'm going to have it on my website this weekend at jeffpike.com. You'll be able to stream it and download it there. It'll be on Spotify and iTunes soon. I'm not sure. I got, kind of got an unexpected late start with this, but uh, I will have it up on YouTube Saturday, which is Paul's birthday. So, but uh, keep in mind, this is my website, jeffpike.com and my Facebook page, tube and YouTube. So, but all the links are at jeffpike.com. That'll help you out. And uh, I'll look forward to sharing that with all my friends. Very good. Until next time. Moving right along, foot loose and fancy free. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paul. My pleasure. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for listening to the Paul Leslie Hour. Hosted, written, and produced by Paul Leslie. Intro theme song, Alexander's Ragtime Band, written by Irving Berlin, performed by Dan Barrett. Outro scanning G-Things, improvised, performed, and produced by John Goodwin. Until next time. Goodbye.